The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Davis Maddock. You can find me on Twitter at Davis Maddock. In this episode of the podcast, we are doing our pick show. That's what we always do on Friday. The last few weeks, actually, for all of the season, we have had a guest, but uh, uh, the guests that I tried to line up this week, we just were not quite able to uh, to make it work. So instead of doing what uh, what we have done in the past, where we've gone through and done uh, our five most confident picks, I make my picks, the guest makes their picks, I'm going to go through and uh, I'm just going to go ahead and pick every game. I am actually in a Super contest-like uh, contest with Sammy Reed. You guys probably know him from listening to the Gilcast. We are partners in this contest, and uh, we've been doing very well, about 61% against the spread this year. Now, uh, of course, I, I'm not trying to be a, a, a scammy tout. Uh, some of those lines are stale. We get our picks in pretty early, and I'm not suggesting that uh, you know I have the ability for sure to be able to beat the market that well. I just I am reporting the record that I have had this season, as well as in the Fantasy Pro Sports Betting Accuracy Challenge. My published picks on Roto Experts are 13 and 12, uh, of course, and that's with giving uh, ties as a loss, or if the line moves against me after I, I give myself a loss for that as well because well, one, no one is paying for these picks, right? So there's there's not even a benefit to to trying to be you know scammy or scummy or whatever. So I, I would rather just be honest about the uh, the outcomes of these games. So before I even get into making the picks, the first thing I wanted to do was actually talk a little bit about Survivor. Uh, I I think this is the most interesting week of Survivor that we have had. So myself uh, in the pool that I am in, I've used Baltimore, I've used Dallas, I've used the Rams, I've used the Patriots. I've used the Philadelphia Eagles, the Seattle Seahawks, and the San Francisco 49ers. So my selection this week is uh, Buffalo, and I think that they are the easy selection. They are the second biggest favorite of the week. Um, Basically, I think Dwayne Haskins is going to have to start this game, so... 
you know, it, it just it very clearly follows that in Survivor, I think that you are going to be taking Buffalo this week. However, there has been another good trend emerging for uh, for Survivor this week, and that is Cleveland. So the only other time that you're going to want to take Cleveland this year, week 12, they get Miami at home, and then in week 14, they get Cincinnati at home. Uh, but there is no other scenario really this year where you're going to want to use Buffalo, maybe at Miami in week 11. But Josh Allen on the road, uh, you know, that I, I'm not crazy about that. Uh, Denver at home week 12 for Buffalo, maybe you would think about. But for me, this is this is really just uh, kind of the, with the picks that I have used because I had already used San Francisco. Uh, New England has a tough matchup this week. I think the survivor pick this week is very clearly the Buffalo Bills. Uh, so starting out with, uh, I, I'm just going to go ahead. I am. I have my online sports book pulled up here, and uh, we're just going to go ahead and make some picks. So the first game is the Houston Texans versus Jacksonville Jaguars in London. This spread, very small, minus two. Uh, I, I think clearly you want the Houston Texans side of this game. When you look at, uh, you know, just quarterback versus quarterback, you see Deshaun Watson. He is, you know, about a half yard better in YPA over Gardner Minshew. Now, I think that this is going to be a competitive game. I certainly don't think that this is going to be a blowout win by the Houston Texans or or certainly anything like that. But I do think that uh, pretty clearly... Uh, the Texans are the the right side of this game, and the reason why the Jacksonville Jaguars are getting this respect is definitely because of their defense, and you guys know how I feel about defenses. I, I would just really rather wager on good offenses, on good quarterback play. This one is close, uh, you know, and, and I maybe if, if this was... Uh, three and a half points, maybe I would go on the Jacksonville side, you know, if it moved through that key number. But sitting there at two, we uh, we prefer the Houston Texans. Moving on to the next game, our, our noon slate of games, we have the Chicago Bears versus the Philadelphia Eagles. I have, I have the Eagles here, minus four points. So pretty interesting to deal with Bears lines because all of the lines are really about Matt Nagy. They're about special teams excellence, and they are about the defense. The Bears, uh, you know, outside of Eddie Pinero, they have a fantastic defense, really one of the best defenses in the NFL, and they have good skill position players on offense as well. You know, I, we don't we don't really think about that stuff impacting lines, but you know, Taylor Gabriel. Allen Robinson, these are these are good players, and when you know, just whenever Mitch Trubisky is able to stay close to on schedule, uh, like they 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 are able to be okay, you know. But Chicago is seventh in the NFL in DVOA on defense, twenty eighth in the NFL in DVOA on offense. So to me, bad offense. I, I'm just not interested. Philadelphia, good defense, tenth in the NFL in DVOA on defense, seventeenth in the NFL. Uh, on offensive DVOA, and to me, I think that Philadelphia has underperformed a little bit on offense. They are getting Deshaun Jackson back this week. Carson Wentz has played better. Like th- this is the worst stretch of football, really, of Carson Wentz's career. So if you're projecting a little bit of improvement in Carson Wentz's play, a little bit more space with Deshaun Jackson back, I think that uh, Philadelphia minus four here does seem like the proper play. Our next game. The Indianapolis Colts at the Pittsburgh Steelers, minus one and a half. Uh, One of the big things about picking games this year is 
home versus away just really has not mattered. Uh, road teams actually have a winning record this year. So the, really the number one thing you're, you're just looking at with some of these tight spread games is just who is going to win? You know, who is going to win this game? I think the Indianapolis Colts are going to win this game. The Steelers have been able to play well against bad teams, um, you know, uh, like the Dolphins. They are able to overcome those teams because they have good organizational philosophy. The defense is good. They have a pretty good run game. So that stuff is just not going to fly against the Colts because the Colts have a good run game. The Colts have a good defense. The Colts are coached well. Um, just really from top to bottom, the Colts are a good NFL team. And, you know, just only a point and a half. I think if I was, you know, if, uh, if I was employed at one of these sports books, I would have made this line Indy minus two and a half or Indy minus three. So I'm going to take what I think is probably uh, about a point of value there on the Indianapolis Colts. And also, you know, one of the things I do with these games is you just look at quarterback versus quarterback. I'll take Jacoby Brissett over Mason Rudolph 10 times out of 10. Next game, really interesting. Washington versus Buffalo. Washington is actually on a streak now of covering. They they covered versus the Vikings. They covered versus the 49ers. And, and you have to think, well, they're horrible. They just don't move the ball on offense. Dwayne Haskins is going to be a turnover machine. Davis, you just said that you're picking the Bills and Survivor. But more than anything else, big spreads like this, 9.5, 10 points, you have to think like, one team has to be really far ahead in the fourth quarter for you to feel like good about that bet because, uh, you know, if they're only up two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, they let up a little bit, all of a sudden, you know, that, that garbage time touchdown is, is just demoralizing. So, really, I never lay double digits unless I get, uh, really unless it's against the Dolphins. I, I have laid double digits against the Dolphins this year, and one game, when, when Washington played New England, I laid double digits as well. But guess what? The Buffalo Bills are a pretty fraudulent NFL team. They proved that last week getting destroyed by the Philadelphia Eagles, who, again, you know, we, we just do not think are that good. So, for me... The Washington plus nine and a half points. It's it's horrifying to be on the Dwayne Haskins side of this game because I don't really think that he's very good. I don't think that the organization has put him in a position to succeed whatsoever at all. But I do think that uh, nine and a half. It's it's just all of like you know, the very micro level analysis would lead me to go away from this. But the macro level of saying Washington is just not that much worse than Buffalo leads me to uh to Buffalo plus nine and a half. The next game, the Tennessee Titans versus the Carolina Panthers. Uh, the Panthers are favored by three and a half. This one, very easy line for me. I think that you just go Panthers minus three and a half. They have the advantage at quarterback. They have the advantage at defense. They have the advantage at all these skill positions. You know, DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel are better than Corey Davis and AJ Brown. Greg Olson is better than Johnny Smith or Delaney Walker. Christian McCaffrey is better than Derrick Henry or Deion Lewis. The Panthers defense has been one one of the best units of the year. In fact, they rank fifth in the NFL in DVOA. Kyle Allen is probably either as good or a little bit better and definitely safer with the ball than Ryan Tannehill. This to me is, uh, you know, just one of the one of the uh, better lines of the week. Uh, it's definitely capitalizing on the fact that Tannehill has just looked really good against Tampa Bay and, uh, you know, just kind of riding a hot streak. This is kind of a... Um, like a like a public perception kind of line. So for me, I think you definitely want the Panthers minus three and a half in this game. The next one, this is definitely the mind bend of the week. So what do you do with the New York Jets 
versus the Miami Dolphins. Uh, I, I do not think that it's easy. So this game is in Miami. So basically with uh, Miami being favored by three, this is bookmakers telling us that the Jets are are just, they're, they're not better than Miami. And when you look at, uh, at at DVOA stuff, the Jets have actually been worse on offense than Miami. Where they have a, a distinct advantage, though, is they have the 11th best defense by DVOA. Miami has the 32nd best defense by DVOA. So, probably going to be a close game. Uh, Sam Darnold, not that much better than Ryan Fitzpatrick, at least in what we have seen right now. I'm not taking Miami. I'm not going to take Miami plus three. I'm taking the Jets minus three, and I'm saying, okay, Adam Gase, maybe he's not that bad, but definitely I think that the uh, the New York Jets defense is going to be good enough. Get a couple takeaways. Get uh, get the Jets kind of just in the in the right script, you know, just so Le'Veon Bell is able to run the ball a lot and they're able to uh, progress the ball that way. So we are taking the Jets minus three. Definitely do not feel great about that. This would be one that if I was not in a picks contest, I probably just would not have an opinion on uh, the way that this game shook out at all. Next, one of the games of the week. For, uh, for fantasy football purposes, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks are favored by five points, and this actually came down. This has been, I think I've seen it as high as six and a half. It was definitely six for a while. Now it's sitting at five. The Seahawks are minus 240 favorites on the money line, and I'm taking Seattle because I know that Russell Wilson is going to take care of the ball. I know that their defense is good enough. I know that their offense is good enough to have a touchdown lead for real portions of this game. So it really comes down to, do I want to embrace the variance of Jameis Winston? And uh, this week is not a week where I am wanting to embrace that variance. So Seattle is third in the NFL in offensive DVOA, right? Uh, Tampa Bay all the way down at 20th. They have a middling defense in DVOA. So for me... I really just think that this this line should actually probably be uh, a little bit bigger. I, I I do like I do like the Seattle side quite a bit here. You know, really just thinking that Jameis Winston on the road in that environment, I I, I would never feel comfortable wagering on him in that uh, in that you know that tough Seattle environment. Kind of the same as like you know I'm never taking Jared Goff there. I I just never taking a quarterback that I feel as is kind of shaky on the road in Seattle. It's just not a position that I want to be in. Uh, our next game, another game that's really big for fantasy this week, the Detroit Lions at the Oakland Raiders. Uh, this one, Lions by two, for sure. I know that Derek Carr, actually, I need to give Derek Carr his due. Oakland is eighth in the NFL in DVOA. They are three and four this year, and that is with a, a straight up bad defense. And this has been, you know, the best season of Derek Carr's career. He is played really well. He's played really admirably. Uh, he's been able to keep the Oakland offense, you know, hashtag on schedule. They have been uh, they've been a good offensive team this year, and they they finally have you know some real skill position players with Darren Waller, Tyrell Williams, Josh Jacobs. This is a real NFL team on the offensive side of the ball. However, uh, you know, Matt Stafford has been better. Matt Stafford has been better at throwing the football and throwing it down the field than Derek Carr has. And for me, I just think, I think the Lions offense is better than the Oakland offense. And with that fact, you just have to take the better offense in a game where you expect both defenses to be really bad. And I know Carr is like, he's good for DFS. He's a great streamer this week. I think this is going to be a high scoring game. 
But the Lions are just going to have a little bit too much firepower on offense for me. So we are going to take the Detroit Lions plus two points. Uh, the next game, the Green Bay Packers versus the Los Angeles Chargers in Los Angeles. Basically a home game for the Packers. This is going to be loads of, uh, you know, just loads of fans there for them. And, uh, you know, not a ton of Chargers fans. I just, I, I... It's this is a very difficult pick for me, and actually, I would think that most models. I, I'm actually going to pull up the SportsGrid.com um, uh, picking model right now, and I I bet that it's going to have Green Bay uh, as as one of the great selections of the week. I I just am I just am not there. I think the Chargers defense is pretty good. I think that the Chargers offense with a new play caller has the potential to be pretty good. I I was actually wrong. The model on SportsGrid.com does not have a pick on. Green Bay versus Los Angeles, but for me, I definitely believe that you are going to want the Chargers side of this game. They fired Ken Wisenhunt. I think they're finally ready to start calling good plays on offense again, you know, ready to start throwing the ball more, using Austin Eckler more, and and for me, that really is a just kind of a solution to a lot of the problems that have ailed them. I think the biggest problem with them has been, like, you know, decision-making late in games and giving the ball to Melvin Gordon too often. If you fix those two things, you're going to fix a lot of what ails this team. Next, we have the Cleveland Browns versus the Denver Broncos. This, to me, Easiest pick of the week. This line has moved from Cleveland being a one and a half point dog all the way to the Browns being favored by four. Uh, if you got this number early, of course, good game to you. I got this number early uh, in uh, a couple contests that I play in and was able to bet it actually when it was uh, when it was only at uh, one point. So uh, you know, nice little nice little humble brag for uh, for me there. No, I, I, I'm not trying to sound like a douche, you guys, but this to me. I mean, it's just easy. Brandon Allen, a third-string NFL quarterback, going to be playing against a Browns defense that's just really not as bad as you think. You know, a lot of narratives about the Browns have been that they are, you know, poorly coached, yada, yada. The defense is really right about at league average by DVOA. They're able to put some pressure on the quarterback, uh, you know, once they finally get some healthy defensive backs. I think it's going to be a lot easier for them to, you know, just just play defense in general. It's a it's difficult to play defense with third string defensive backs and uh, you know, that should be pretty obvious. Denver is just they're they're just straight up bad. Uh, they're they're not going to be able to really advance the ball. Uh, this is probably going to be a, a, a grinded out game as Denver does have a really good defense by DVOA. It's just going to be a ton of rushing attempts from both teams. But I have no faith in Denver being able to score any points this week. So we are definitely on the Cleveland side of this game, even all the way to four points. The game of the week, the marquee contest. Sunday Night Football, the New England Patriots at the Baltimore Ravens. We have Tom Brady versus Lamar Jackson. We have Belichick versus Harbaugh. What side do you pick? Well, the chalk, New England Patriots, minus three and a half for sure. I'm going against the chalk for a couple reasons. The first is I am the, and you guys know this, I am the biggest Lamar Jackson believer that there is. I think that he is fantastic. I think that the coaching staff is coming off of a bye week for Baltimore, so they've had a lot of time to think about this game. This game definitely matters more for Baltimore in terms of playoff seeding, in terms of a bye week, in terms of, you know, just confidence overall. And I I really hate sounding like such a fraud sports betting tout, but I, I just like to think of 
team's motivations heading into this game. Do the Patriots care about going undefeated? Maybe some of them do. Brady and Belichick probably don't care that much. I think it's really more about winning the Super Bowl. And we've seen this in the past where the Patriots, uh, you know, they, they come into an adverse spot in a regular season game and they and they just give up when they realize you know they're seven points down the 10 points down last year it was against the Detroit Lions on uh, on Sunday night football that was a, a really brutal spot uh, I, I I mean I had uh, I had the Patriots in survivor that week was a was a particularly brutal spot for me I, I lost a, a pool on on that game that's neither here nor there so for me, this game boils down to, I think the Ravens are going to be much more motivated. I think that even if both teams were playing at equal motivation, the Ravens would be the right side of this game anyways. I think they're going to be able to control the ball. I don't think Lamar Jackson is going to turn the ball over. So I think the strength of New England's team, which has been um, their defense, right? Which is the, the Patriots have been this amazing defense. I think that Lamar Jackson is able to negate a lot of that with his legs and with his decision-making. So I, I definitely like the Ravens side of this game by quite a bit. Our final game of the week, the Dallas Cowboys at the New York Giants. As if there was any doubt about this, uh, we definitely like the Cowboys side of the game, minus 7.5. Daniel Jones has been one of the worst decision makers I've ever seen in a young quarterback. He holds on to the ball too long. When he doesn't hold on to the ball too long, he loves to throw into double coverage. Um... He has some ceiling as a prospect. I definitely think that there is a future where he ends up being a, a good NFL quarterback. I just don't think that future is here quite yet. You know, there definitely there's just going to be a lot of ways for things to play out for Daniel Jones where it does not play out with him being uh, a horrible quarterback. But for this game, the Cowboys have had time to they they've come off their bye week, so they've had some time to review their film and they saw what worked and what didn't. And guess what? You know what worked for them. Uh, throwing the ball. Throwing the ball worked for them. Running the ball, not really as much for Ezekiel Elliott. So I hope that they're able to integrate more play action. This is uh, definitely a team that they love to beat. Uh, of course, the risk you always run is Dallas in a marquee game on a Monday night. That's sometimes a brutal situation to find yourself involved in because Dallas loves to choke away those games. But we are wagering on the numbers here, not on the uh, not on the narratives, not on the superstition. So we are definitely taking the Cowboys side of this game. Uh, we do not have, as of right now, when I'm recording this, we do not have the Kansas City game out. Uh, I would take Kansas City to any number, fine, from plus three all the way, and obviously more uh, down to down to even. Uh, if if Kansas City started to get favored, I would be off of them. But uh, at uh, at three, at two, at one, and at even, I will be taking the Matt Moore led Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, when, as of when I'm recording this, we don't have news on who is starting that game, so that is why we don't have that line up. But hope that podcast was useful. Hope that it was helpful, and I hope that you guys have a great weekend of betting on games. Please make sure to check out rotoexperts.com and sportsgrid.com for more of our sports betting content. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. 
Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.